This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Oh, man. Yo, why don't Canaan, uh, when they pour some out? Yo, niggas, <laughs> the niggas poured like a whole like ounce on the floor. Maybe. No, niggas in real life ain't never poured nothing out for nobody like in a house. No, I, you do that shit on the porch in the yard. Outside, like, yeah. that's not a thing. No, I'm not pouring that on my carpet. Maybe like, I wasn't poor enough for that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, them niggas not poor. Nah, <laughs> maybe my niggas I'm ain't not, like I'm not gangster enough. I was about to say my niggas ain't die crazy enough. Like, you know what I'm damn, dog. Uh, well, shit, we can start right there, man. Uh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 350 of this week in culture. I'm your host. And Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. one half of the culture. And y'all know what it is. When y'all hear that can crack, that mean your man back. And I got my brother with me, Jay. What up, though? What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, one half of the culture, one half of everything. And I know what you're thinking. Finally, my favorite podcast is spending time with me. What's poppin'? In this week in culture, we are back to review episode two of season three of Raising Canaan. Uh, before we get into it, man, I want to thank all the listeners, all the supporters, all the Patreon subscribers. Make sure y'all click that subscribe button and join the Patreon. A lot of dope content over there. A lot of exclusive shit over there. Um, and we just going to keep giving y'all some more dope shit on the Patreon and making that shit worth your money. So um, click and subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, but if you're just a regular listener to the pod, you still Twig family. So don't forget that, man. Um, yo, dog. Episode two, man. Episode one was so strong. Came out the gate blazing. That shit was good as fuck. How you feel about episode two, bro? Loved it, man. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. Um, this a this a good show with no goofy shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It ain't they, been no goofy. Ain't been no. Some of it's still TV. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. Ain't nothing been like goofy. Like anytime jukebox is in the fucking studio, it's TV. I know what y'all are doing. But you got to do that. I, I get it. I'm not. Season one, it was a distraction. Season two, it was a joke. Season three so far through two episodes, I like how they've handled it. They haven't made this some goofy TV shit. It just feels like some TV shit. Um, I agree with you, dog. This episode was good as fuck, man. Uh, Kanan, or the makers of Kanan, rather, have figured it out. Um, they, they've put together a really good story. I remember a lot of people telling me after season one that it was too slow of a burn. Right. But I figured out why nigga. Cause this is like the closest power to real life. My nigga, we not just going up and do some random shit just to hype it up real quick, bro. Like rock ain't moving drugs internationally. And she's been a spy this whole time, man. She not. Hey, even though I did think I was like, Oh, she speaks Spanish, <laughs> but Hey, you gave her the one language in New York where if somebody black start talking Spanish, it ain't out the pocket. Like, especially when you sell drugs. Yeah. But like Reek going to Italy and all of a sudden being a fucking translator and saying them words with them hard stops on it. Cause he don't really speak Italian. Hey, it's different. Um, I really like this show, dog. I, I think I've said it a million times. I think this is the strongest iteration of Power Book. Um, and so far, I think they've proven it with uh, this third season, man. Two episodes in, we got a lot going on. Um, how you feel about Rock and Neek, bro? Um, this is potentially an interesting relationship because I don't know if I believe it yet. <laughs> no, it, I mean, Neek is working angle. Well, gotta also, be, right? Also trying to get his dick wet, for sure. Cause he always wanted to hit. He want, he's, he wanted to smash. Been flirting since episode one, season one. <laughs> um, but he is a man about his business. Yeah, he was outside of 
Uncle Marvin. Yeah. He was the star of this episode. Like, yeah. He did the acting. He did the, like, he was it. Like, he was the entertainment. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. I think that I don't know what, I feel like he might have had an angle in mind until Rock pulled the I'm out the game card. And now I still feel like he got an angle, even if it was as simple as, yo, nigga, let me see if I can get to the Italians. Now that she gone, you know what I'm saying? I feel like he's trying to figure out how to get back to top dog. The nigga said, Southside. I mean, last season when happened, he helped her out. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, dog, when it's black versus white or <laughs> it's black versus Italian, you going with your team. You going with your team. Yeah. He, um, Neek got in line. I feel like the resistance through season two, especially when he was trying to be sneaky and work all the different angles, that's what got shit fucked up for him. Fall in line, my nigga. Like, dude, if niggas fell in line, if Kanan got in line, if Lou would get back in line, like if motherfuckers got in line and just did what the plan was, y'all really wouldn't be running into the issues y'all running into. Um, I'm not necessarily mad at this, hmm. but I see they trying to make, Kanan smart mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like yeah. you, some of the savviness gotta it gotta, gotta kick in at some point yeah, right and I you see would think I see it starting to kick in yeah they still need to make him bump his head a few times but yeah I see it starting to kick in yeah I um I like that he's thinking or trying to think outside the box right I'm trying to come up with a different way to make some money because in reality me and Famous are poor on our own. We're children, nigga. We're literally children without jobs. Like, so it's not crazy that neither of us have any money. Um, on YouTube, I spend a lot of time on YouTube. Yeah. I speed up the content by 1.25. Uh, the speed. Okay. Kanan got to speed up his speech by 1.25, dog. Kanan got to do something with that speech, man. We talk too, you talk too slow. I'm not going back home with my mother. My mother? Fame. fame. I'm not going home with my mother. Like, I'll be like, you nigga. You know my mother? Like, what? How, how is it, rich nigga? How is it, king? <laughs> Yo, I'm waiting on a day where famous go ahead and check him. Like, hey, dog. Like, let's, let's keep it a buck. Even if I went back home, I'm going back to another project, nigga. I ain't going from, like, the dirt to the non-dirt, nigga. I'm just, it's dirt to dirt, bro. If you go home, you wanted a big sprawling crib in New Jersey, my nigga. Yo, unusual was like, uh, you want me to take my belt to him? <laughs> yo, yo, ubiquitous. <laughs> yo, no, I was dying. Hey, Tony Danza was in his bag. I'm like, he, he must have heard this week in culture before. Tony Danza was in his bag. Because that's how we used to be called. What was old girl they, uh Oh, shit. Condoleezza. Yeah. And all, she was shit, everything. Shit, we might have called Unique a couple different U's, dog. Um, yo, man. I really appreciate that they have Tony Danza in this role, dog. He's giving you Italian mob boss enough, but he's also giving you Tony Danza. <laughs> like, he's very likable, very charming. And it's kind of like, yo, do I want to see this nigga, like, win a little bit? I don't even know, but I kind of feel like I liked him, dog. You know, him trying to whack a boss and can't really whack a boss Got me asking one particular question. Who's the boss? <laughs> and that's a double on Andre. You feel me? Like, who's the boss, Yo, Tony? Man. Episode 350, we out. <laughs> who 
who's the boss, Tony? Yo. Where's Angela? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, Angela was not it. She was just tall, thin, and white. Like, I really, her nose is all point. All I see is that nose every time I think of Angela, dog. Um, that dirty, old, blind hair. <laughs> Real Vanna White shit. But you wasn't Vanna White. Yo, you just brought up probably, it could be a stretch. I don't know if Raisin Cannon is thinking this deep. Because at the end of the day, it's still about rocking them, not the Italians. But you can't have a boss whacked, my nigga, which is why you asked Rock to do it in the first place, because it couldn't come from you. I feel like that somebody going to find out this word came from you, nigga. Like, yeah, we seen, uh, we seen two moolies pull off. Nigga, you're, look at what he's doing, bro. But look, if I see two moolies pull off, well, you just got finished beefing with some moolies. Them, specifically. Yeah, like, these is the moolies. <laughs> But, like, look at it specifically, look at what he's doing, bro. <laughs> Nigga, I'm asking one moolie to off a boss because I can't off the boss myself. Or off a made man. Yeah, yeah, off a made man. Because he's not a boss. Yeah, yeah, I'm a boss. But he made. He a, he a made man. He got a family. I'm asking a moolie to off this nigga because I can't do it without getting permission from the five families. But then look at the, this is where he fucked up. I'm also in process with Ubiquitous to get you in front of the five families to see if you can start moving weight for us. It's going to connect that somebody on your side said, hey, go off this nigga for me because I can't do it myself. Um, so I do think that long storyline, they could make that a thing. And that might be how Tony Danza get the fuck out of here. He might have just fucked himself up Joe Pesci style in Goodfellas where, hey, nigga, end of the day, you can't offer made man without permission, dog. I don't give a fuck what the beef is. Can't get it done. So, um, but that said, I do kind of like the idea of him working with Unique. I, I don't think that's a bad idea. They two slick talking motherfuckers. They both bought their money. Somehow, some way, Rock's going to have a problem with it, though. Like, man, I thought this episode was, it started off dope. Um, I wasn't expecting them to be, this is two weeks later. Yep, yep. Or about two weeks later. Yeah. I wasn't expecting them like to be in this quasi relationship. Mm-hmm. I also didn't know all bullet wounds heal in two weeks because yeah, yeah. no, no sling, no nothing. Yeah, and uh, Uncle Marvin straight too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. He, he ain't got, got a limp. He, he ain't got, doing his little. He got shot in the stomach. Yeah, like yeah. no bag, no nothing. No, bullet went straight through. That's the through. answer. Through and through. <laughs> Got to you know. Rock shit went through and through too. Hey, Rock, they only over there slinging dick. Ain't no sling on that arm no more, nigga. That shit is gone, bro. They just having a ball in the robe and shit, bro. You sitting on the counter. Last week, nigga, couldn't even hug you without you. Now you propped yourself up on the counter getting ice cream. Yo, I'm going to tell you the least sexy shit that happened, though. Don't feed no chick butter pecan. I don't care if that's her favorite, nigga. There's nothing sexy about here. Eat this butter pecan, nigga. Yo, shout out to butter pecan. It's a great flavor. And I, I feel like it's a flavor like meant specifically for like 40-year-old black men. Yeah, my father. That was my father's favorite. Fam, my father. Fa- our father's just the same, nigga. They bald, they old, and they like butter pecan ice cream, dog. Great men. Great fucking men. My mom used to like it too, but I think she liked it because my dad liked it. It was one of them type situations. But I, don't get in your sexiest pink robe in your silk, and I feed you a scoop of butter pecan. That's just that's not it. Um, do Neek remember he got a girl? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, the nigga sound good fella. You gotta go home. 
you got to go home, Unique. But he working his angle, though. So man, man. I, I got a feeling he's working an angle. It's something there. Um, I do think he needs to be a little more close to the vest with his brother. Um, his girl, cause I, I think it's a specific reason why they keep having his girl. T- cause she ain't said nothing but little shit so far. Hey, he do with all this little weird quirky shit around the house. And it kind of scared me a little bit. Eventually. I think the little shit's going to turn into something big and he not going to be there to prevent it where I've given you these signs leading up to, and you should have been around nigga, but you over there falling in love with rock or working your angle, nigga, which could also be a double on Andre nigga. Cause you could work an angle on rock. Long as you know what I'm yeah, saying? Rock, fine. Rock's very attractive. In real life. Yeah, yeah. Shout on out to show, Patina Miller. You know, 88, whatever. Yeah, she 92. very 92 fine on the show, but Patina Miller in real life, very attractive. Like, I'm not mad at him over there working the angle, but hey, here's the thing, dog. Let's have a real conversation, bro. Like, this is this is away from power. This is reality. If you're a drug dealer and, like, you sell drugs – that like killed a community and shit. You also might be involved in like murdering people, mad shit. I feel like cheating is like the lowest thing you could do. Yeah. <laughs> like if I you lie. go with a drug dealer, you shouldn't be shocked if he cheated. I lie, cheat, steal, kill, maneuver and 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 um manipulate all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like that's kind of the job, nigga. Also. That's why, why you with me. Also. When you a criminal, like by definition, I don't follow rules. Mm-mm. Right. So it always intrigues me how the bad guys who never follow any rules mm-hmm. are supposed to follow the rules of the street. Yeah. And not look out for self. Yeah. When they getting jammed up with the police. Yeah. You've been looking out for self your whole life. Yep. Rob, steal, steal kill. Whatever you got to do. But the moment that you facing 30 years in life. Yeah. They expect you to start. No, nah, man, just be a rule follower now. Yeah. Yeah. That don't seem like, like Get logical. in line bro You ain't never been in line Before today But get in line now Now if I can see If you've been a straight laced guy Who follow rules all the time Maybe you'll follow The cold of the street Cause mm-hmm. It's a double on It's it's a, it's a double It's story. something in there Double edged sword Yeah, yeah Cause yeah. like I wouldn't be over here If I was But it's wild though right Cause you even You take that back To the Italians For instance a Clear rule breaker But I'm also A I'm trying to break this rule, but I'm trying to do it in a way that I didn't technically break the That's rule. Rock said all yeah. that family shit. And now you over here trying to get a nigga whack. Because in real life, Rock ain't Italian, so I could tell you straight up, nigga, you still breaking the rule. Fuck the technicality of you didn't pull the trigger. You called the hit, my nigga. That's a rule break, nigga. You Keefy D or you Diddy? You Diddy? I'm you making me Keefy D, nigga. I'm just a driver, baby. Yo, uh, when did the uh, man in the wheelchair get so involved in this street shit? Like, man. Bruh, now you are accomplice. All, all they had to do was hold the elevator for him, and he, he friends for life. <laughs> Yo, if you tell me you my friend and you loyal to me, you better do what this nigga doing, because right now the neighbor is showing up for Marvin, dog. Um, that nigga went and asked Lulu to come be a lookout just so he could steal the truck, and Lou wouldn't, your own brother wouldn't even do that. No, me and bro got a scrap. Yeah, man. At My this nigga, point, dog. Nigga, this some life or death shit. Fuck if you mad at Rock. Yeah. Like, I'm this don't have you, shit to do with Rock. I'm nigga. asking you for help because I might get killed tonight. Nigga, you might get killed off this shit. They threatened the family. They didn't threaten the family that sells drugs still who not mad at Rock. Yo, why they only give uh, 
Malcolm Mays, the line, fuck rock and Southside. That's all he say, nigga. Fuck rock. Southside. I don't know rock. Fuck rock. Southside. Like, he just say all three in a row, niggas. I don't know rock. Fuck rock. Southside, nigga. And then that's it. He be off the screen. He take a sip and he done, dog. I don't like that they turning Lou into this alcoholic off his square version they take, of themselves. They, they bro. turning him into a whole ass nigga like he was on Snowfall. Yeah, yeah. They turning him into uh, a vengeful this Paul from the Temptations movie. Yeah. Hey, he about to do that. So anywho, right? Shit start off. They beat each other, fucking butter be kind and shit. Crazy. When that shit happened, you seen somebody go through the window and, they, yeah. and the doors busted. I'm thinking like, yo, is this real? Yeah. Because like. Because in the way they slowed it down and kind of like, it it felt very potential dream sequence, right? Like Rock could have woke up in sweats next to Neek and I wouldn't have been surprised. Man. But like, they both got blindfolded and I'm like, yeah. yo, I guess this is real. Yeah, they got snatched up, man. Um, Tony Danza came through. Now I'm like, damn, in this nice ass neighborhood, dog, you... But you got to catch niggas where you catch them. They, they, especially if Rock ain't out in these streets no more, like she said. All right, I got to come to the house, niggas. Sorry. Um, don't fuck my new door up, though. God damn. She tried to play. Yeah, I was going to get a new door anyway. No, you wasn't. No, you wasn't. And now I'm going to get sliding doors. Bitch, we kicked them in, too. So you stuck. What you thought about when he took them and then? Did you think something was going to happen to Neek? I didn't really know what that was going to end up like for Neek. I'm thinking like, yo... Is Neek about to be out of here? He, Early. I got to give Neek respect. Yeah. He don't bite his tongue. Mm-mm. He going to say what he feel. I'm getting these jokes off. Linguini. Man, you know who Neek remind me of, but like way smarter. You remember that scene in Belly where DMX was sitting at the fucking table with uh, Wise and Lockhead, nigga, and the, one, the nigga that got killed was like, Nigga, bitch, nigga, ain't no bitch in me. That's who Neek remind me of. Like, it really don't be no bitch in him, dog. Like, punch me in the fucking mouth, blindfold me, take my damn. I don't care, bro. I'm going to talk my shit. I'm not scared of you, niggas. And at the end of the day, nigga, if you off me, you off me, dog. And, like, you just start to think back through season one up to now, the beef he had with Rock, the beef he had with Kanan, low-key, um, killing his young boy. He navigated the fuck out of this because in real life, he could have got killed a season or two ago. Nigga, Marvin pulled up with a machine gun. <laughs> Man, don't get me started. Not like, like a, a helicopter gun. Bro. A Gatling gun. That's back when they were on a TV shit. Like heavy. I'm, I'm glad they toned it down a bit. And that's, that's not the same woman, by the mm-mm, way. Mm-mm. Oh, uh, his girl? Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely not the same before we keep going, man, we got we got quite a few voice notes from uh from the listeners, man. Want to make sure we tap in with y'all. Um, first of all, appreciate everybody sending in a voice note. If you want to, y'all already know the email this week in culturepod at gmail Make sure y'all hit us up. First up, my man Kente. Kente, what up, man? I hope you and your family doing well, bro. This holiday season. Uh, let's see what Kente talking about on this. Uh oh, hold up. There we go. All right. Oh, also, before I play Kente's voice note real quick, um, I'm a holla at Jay offline, but uh, next week's pods may or may not be a thing because your boy's getting married out here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, congratulations, I'm a, bro. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, 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 you fucking laughing up, nigga. This episode is <laughs> 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 Jenny, what up? Nigga, family in the... <laughs> 
No, man. Uh, yeah, man. To the to the Twig family. This Friday, I'm gonna be a fucking made man out here. You know what I'm saying? I'm on my Tony Danza shit. Um, so next week, uh, the week before Christmas, I'm gonna figure out what day me and Jay can get in here. But the pods might be a little off the regularly scheduled program, but we still gonna make sure y'all get some content. Don't you worry. Yo, man, congratulations, dog. Appreciate you, my brother. You know what I'm saying? You're a man of your word. Man, man. You know what I'm saying? After man. the first date, you came in here and said, nigga, this the one. I'm gonna marry hey. her. I, yo, man, I said that shit to two people immediately after that date. It was you that next Monday, literally, we went on on a Sunday. That Monday, I told you as soon as I walked in here, and uh, one of my best friends, shout out to my nigga Mike, I called him that night soon as I got in the car after the date was over, told him the same shit. He was, the only, he was on vacation, so he was the only nigga I knew who was woke at 1 a.m. on a Monday morning. I called him immediately like, yeah, man, I found her, dog. It's over. Wrap me up. Um, so shout out to me for being me, first and foremost, um, and knowing when I'm out the game, uh, you know, Shorty had to catch up. She ain't know when I first told her. Uh, literally, you know what's fucked up? This is why women be fucked up. We're going to talk a little bit more when we get to the rap shit, but nigga, I told Shorty, I was like, yo, nigga, I'm going to marry you. Mind you, it was the third date, you know? Whatever. Nigga, she gonna say, you crazy as hell. I was like, you know what? You ain't got... It. Romance is not a thing no more. Granted. Chivalry she, is dead. She didn't say, no, you're not. <laughs> she definitely could have. Definitely could have. But when nobody say nothing, they yeah. be like, you crazy. You crazy as hell. Yeah, now look at you. You know what that means. Yeah, <laughs> finna be hitched as hell. <laughs> look, she be like, you crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you crazy. Oh, man. Yo, dog. Real quick. Nothing to do with nothing, nigga. I keep fucking playing that clip of you and Dame that you posted. That was funny as fuck, nigga. Oh, the the uh, Temptations, <laughs> yeah. David Ruffin shit. That saying. was funny than a motherfucker. This nigga, Jason. Nigga, who's still alive? <laughs> I'm just saying. Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. No, my nigga. <laughs> they only coming to see Otis, nigga. Holy shit, that was funny, dog. <laughs> nigga said, I'm giving you a warning. Nigga, <laughs> 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 Jason, nigga, <laughs> warning. <laughs> Yo, man, if y'all ain't tapped into the latest episode of Shop Talk, please well, check it out. That was a good episode. It was a fun episode. These too. niggas is funny. Shout out to Dame, man. Oh, man. All right, bro. Back to uh, to Raising Canaan. Kente, my brother, what up? Jay, at, what's up, fellas? Got a little analysis for you for episode two of right. uh, Power Book of Canaan, season three. But I'm not alone on this one. I got wifey here with me. Oh, shit. Say hello, wifey. Hello. Family affair. Uh oh. It's a family affair. You know what, nigga? Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) We hitting them all, baby. Get y'all together. Uh That was next up. You know what I'm saying? Man, family, I like what I like what shit like. Oh, hold up. (laughs) Cause now you didn't show me the mother. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh, scary oh, we vibes. Used to, we used to go crazy on the scary vibes. Yo, the vibes. scary vibes was insane. That was dog. a part of the show. Yo, literally, we bringing that back. Scary vibes is back. Yeah. Kente and wife Kente, what up, family? Uh, we kind of got a co-analysis because uh, we watched this together. Yeah, look at this married. We bringing families together. And look, shit. look at this married shit. We out here, yo, man. If this is what marriage is like, <laughs> where I can't even leave my voice now. 
They probably listen together too, my nigga. So. Can't they say we got a co-analysis? Like, no, nigga, you had a thought. And she was like, yeah, I think same thing. Let's let's share it together. This part was like, yo, I want to leave a voice now. They leave one without me. This Oh, this is the new version of You Can't Watch That Show. Yeah. Yo, nigga, so Shorty went, uh, she went out of town the other day and shit. And uh, I thought about saying, sure, you wouldn't watch the show without me. No, and, no, no. Like, I drop her off at the airport. She about to get on the plane. Mind you, she went out of town. I didn't go no fucking where. Nigga, she going to text me before the plane take off. I guess you could watch the show since I don't get back till after you pod. I'm like, nigga, wait, this is my job. Like, One, I was doing that anyway, whether I told you I did or not. First of all, because <laughs> my words, not ants, okay? <laughs> but. No, I, I've been told y'all on Facebook, put an account under your mama name and go watch all your dirt over there. <laughs> my mama really be at the crib like, damn, I already watched this. I'm like, yeah, ma, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let me let me stop telling y'all how to stay married mm-hmm. happily. All right, Kente and Miss Kente, what up? No, you know, uh, and I know you always reference Shorty and y'all uh, TV watching together. So mm-hmm. you know, the wife and I we co-watch these episodes, <laughs> and a lot of what I provide, we co-watch the episode. Yo, Kente, man, create. I don't, I don't know your family dynamic, but whoever is like the matriarch in your fam, or if you got a sibling, create them a profile on all your apps, and you go watch, and you listen to this part by yourself. You fast forward this when the wife is around, but you go watch whatever you want to watch, brother, and you do that shit peacefully. And then what you do, you do a double take, and when you watch it with your wife, you predict everything that's going to fucking happen, nigga, and she's going to think you brilliant, and now... She gonna brag about you Now she say yes <laughs> Yeah yeah. Everything you say That's gonna happen When it happens She gonna be like Babe you so smart I know how this work Kente I'm just getting married But I know how to Fucking be married Nigga Alright Back to you bro For the voice note Is an analysis Of Our analysis That's synthesized See? And put together So See? we just hold this one together But I'm gonna let her uh, Go ahead And, and See what happened us off. See what happened <laughs> When you synthesize. So I thought that in this most recent episode that it was highly unrealistic Mm -mm. that Marv would be able to approach and kill one of the top mob bosses and still be able to walk away alive um, in front of all of his guards, all of his family. Um... It just was very unconventional, but also very unrealistic. So that's number one. Um, I also thought that the dealings of uh, Kanan with uh, the guy from the apartment um, selling the products that they're selling um, and negotiating a deal is also unrealistic. I just think that Kanan's character overall is unbelievable to me. Um, if anybody has ever watched the original Power <clears throat> story and episodes, um, I just don't see the correlation there with his character. Uh, many of the things that he does is is unbelievable to me. Um, and 
yeah, that's that's pretty much everything that stood out to me in this particular episode. I, I'll say this. Uh, I, I, I think that Marv hit was unrealistic as well. But if anybody can pull it off, it is Marv. <laughs> but uh, it, it is very unrealistic, um, unlikely. I also thought that the development between uh, Tony Danza's character and Unique's character, I thought that happened a little fast. You know, first of all, man, there's no way you're going to kidnap Unique and then essentially the next day or the day after that, he walked right into the establishment and is able to get a one-on-one with you in the back, uh, back alleyway of the store. And then, you know, enter into this agreement. And we all know that Unique is a um, pretty charismatic guy. And it takes a lot of charisma to pull that off. But that part is developing a little too fast. But I'll say, man, the first episode was, you know, the season opener was great. This was kind of mid-level to me. But the good thing is we got about eight more episodes to watch everything unfold. And I think like you guys said, man, uh, Unique's brother, Ronnie, he's going to be a problem, man. That guy is, uh, he's dark. The best way to describe him is dark, man. He's not, I don't really see any other quality right now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, discipline, yeah, he seems pretty disciplined. I wouldn't even call him regimented. We haven't even gotten to see that side of him, which you would expect him to have coming out. Uh, but man, he, he's just dark. So we'll see how he go, man. But anyway, man, we're going to kick back and, uh, enjoy the analysis as usual, man. Y'all boys take it easy. Peace. Appreciate you, Kente and Kente wife. Um, I got to say, um, yo, I disagree, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you why. So the first portion is, uh, <clears throat> the Marvin part, right? Mm-hmm. This is still TV. You feel yeah. me? But. He in the he in the uh I mean he snuck up because he in the the postal in the postal yeah, joint. Yeah, yeah. Two, I'm in a secret location that don't nobody know about. Yeah, right. Nobody knows this is going on. It's not Sunday while we had the church. only motherfucker. And this is another thing that I think is gonna get back to Tony Danza because only a select few people knew that he was hiding out and that he was only coming out for certain shit. Yeah. This uh uh not baptism. What was Christening being one of them. Yeah. yeah. This christening is in the middle of the week. One, mm-hmm. because the mail don't run on Sundays. Mm-hmm. And two, it wasn't Sunday, right? It's a very specific time. Yeah. And you only know this because the boss tipped him off. Yep. All right, cool. Yep. So him walking through, standing directly in front of the mailbox, which is in front of the church, and yeah. getting back, I'm not surprised about that, right? Yeah. So can you get a shot off? Absolutely. Now, I thought it was... He shot him in the back of the head. I thought he was going to mm-hmm. fuck this up, to be perfectly honest. I did, too. Um, but he shot him in the back of the head, and then he shot, like, after that, everybody look at the boss. When the boss body fall, everybody yeah. look at the boss. He shot two of the men's, and yeah. then he took off. And them other niggas chased him, but, yeah. like, y'all. Now, I will say I agree with um with Kenta and his wife uh, on the getaway. I That was very TV of them. Because um, a mail truck is slow as fuck. Mail truck is slow as fuck, A. B, they were only parked in the back. This is a little run around the corner. With an open door, the remaining Italians is blasting at that mail truck, and it's slow as fuck been in that corner. 
It was hard to run in Stacey Adams. But, <laughs> very true. <laughs> and it was only like one or two people. But the part that I found was most unrealistic, and I noticed it when I watched this the second time. They're shooting, they're shooting, they missing, they hitting steps, they hitting the building. They completely stopped shooting in the church. Now, I get it. They on some religious you. shit. They're Italians. You can't shoot in the church. Can't shoot in the church. But if you can shoot on the steps of the church, toward a nigga running in the church, also just keep this. busting at that nigga, bro. <laughs> If me and my if a nigga shooting at me and my man, what just happened? Mm-hmm. Um, you go to your man's first. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just natural. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I, I'm not gonna lie. When he shot him, I thought the um the wife's reaction was perfect because like he shoots him in the back of the head. You hear the pop first. You don't even realize what just happened for a second, and then she immediately goes down to the husband, and then it was just like. Everybody just start raising their guns, popping. It's like, whoa, nigga, check on this. A made man, bro. This your man's though. A made or like, yeah. even if it's not your friend, friend, but like to everybody else, like this your man. So, yeah. Um, I mean, it's TV still, but like, I don't. That's not that's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. Cause, do I say this? Fuck it. Well. Hmm. Like ice, <laughs> uh, I've seen a hit like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, like, yo. <laughs> listen. First day of school in twelfth grade. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The little nigga down, the little homie down the street. Oh shit. Uh, he a bad kid. Okay. Okay. He didn't go to school, right? Mm-hmm. They sent to he did something and they sent a hitman for him. And like God damn. You saw him play of you. So one street over on Auburn, like one person like slipped through. He shot. He didn't get hit in the head. He ended up yeah. getting like shot in the hand or some shit like that. But like and dipped the fuck away and dipped away. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy sending a hitman for a child, but it is everybody children. You know what I'm saying? Or in yeah. that same age range. But like I'm just saying it's not out the t- responsibility. Now, I will say I was um, unfortunately there when it wasn't a hitman, but it was a domestic violence situation. Um, rest in peace to my aunt. She wasn't killed here. She just died. But when she was principal at Weber Middle School, one of her teachers uh, was in a violent relationship with her husband. Yeah. And um, he came up to the school at 3 o'clock, literally as she's walking to her car, he walked right up to her, shot her in the head, and got back in the car and pulled off. And it was like... That's crazy. Like, it was mad... Oh, shit. Mad parents around, mad students, um, all the above, right? Like, it, it wasn't... Shit, it might have been cops there. Like, it wasn't like it was just impossible to get to dog, um, but nobody got to dog. He was caught later just because everybody knew that was her husband, um, but it definitely was one of them situations where, like, similar to this one where... The shit happened, and people's immediate response, like, you could have caught him, but you also could have just tended to the the person who just got shot. Now, the only reason I think, Blocked even though it's shit. not the same, yeah. but, like, with the little homie uh, back in couple shit, over 20 years ago now, yeah, yeah. Um, like, at Weber, yeah. Little, wasn't nobody out there strapped like that. Yeah, like I said, it might right. have been one cop, that would have been it, yeah. And it was nigga strapped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. like, n- wasn't nobody expecting it. Yeah. Like, no, and wasn't I think a- that's half of what it is. Like, there's no, what, wasn't nobody expecting it. You know what I'm saying? Like, just wasn't expecting that shit. Yeah. But 
Now, on the unique piece, <laughs> I just think that's how shit work. Um, there's no permanent friend. There's no permanent friends or enemies in business or war. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And like, I think he was just so impressed by the balls on this kid. Pause. Yeah. Real shit. You know what I'm saying. And he like, you know, and like, one from last week, he said the feds is tapping my shit. Mm-hmm. I think the fish tanks is tapped. Mm-hmm. Right. So when I walk in here, I can't be like, yo, nigga, I just I just roped you up last night, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. So I have and to And I'll put you on my heroin operation. Yeah. And I can't really do dirt here yeah. in my in my my place of business that that launders money, right? So we gotta go out back, bro. Yeah. Well, no, I gotta be cordial at first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh boy got the gun under the seat just yeah. in case some shit go crazy, crazy. Yeah. But because we can drag your body or some shit. Facts. But I'm being cordial and Oh, you got a little mouthpiece on you. Pause. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, last night or the night before, whenever that was, it was just a bunch of bravado. Yo, imagine if he had said, yo, last night, I was impressed with your mouthpiece, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but it got to be a thing where, like, yeah. yo, when I'm the boss and everybody around this motherfucker is scared of me, mm-hmm. and I gave, <laughs> I gave you a nickname last night. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you some pushback. Right, yeah. and it's like, yo, I kind of respect that. I kill you, but Max. I kind of respect that because what I did was we, we was wrong by doing that shit. Yeah, we just yeah. wanted to talk, so we we were wrong. Yeah, because we OD'd a little bit. Yeah, but like, all right, cool. And we didn't do nothing to you, by the way. Besides the punch, little punch you, in the mouth, you be alright. But you got the punch for talking shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Now I'll also say, in addition to all of that where Unique might have been able to get in there and it might have seemed easy, well, let's look at it. Rock ain't finna sell no more drugs for me. And I'm about to kill my made man, Sally, who sells drugs for me in New Jersey. I need a motherfucker to come sell this weight. Nigga. That's like we watched Godfather of Harlem. Facts. And we seen um, Bumpy mm-hmm. work with Jim Brigante. And you know how much they hate each other. Yeah. And then they work together. And then they hate each other. And then they work together again. Type shit. You know the the phrase, whatever. Hey, sometimes. The enemy be- of my enemy is my friend. And shit, sometimes you got to go with the devil you know, bro. And like, in this case, he don't necessarily know Unique. But shit, sometimes you got to go with the devil that's available, nigga. The other, <laughs> Sally and Rock are out if everything goes the way that I'm thinking it's going to go. Rock ain't trying to sell no more. I'm going to have her do this one last thing for me, but that one last thing is going to remove my New Jersey connect. Now, watching them have a conversation, this shit was chess for me. Mm. I'm watching this shit totally different. I watched this scene a couple times because I just thought it was dope. Okay. And how they was talking and trying to fill each other out. He was filling Neek out, and Neek, like, let me show you a little something. Yeah. So he like, yo, what do you think? Is she in? Is she out? Like, it really don't matter what you think or what I think. It really matter. What she think? Do she believe herself? And they're like, "Oh, this nigga got a little bit of wisdom to him." Yeah. And um, like, listen, last night business is business. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever. But like, yo, I'm here to make money because we sell drugs. At the we're end not, of the day, we're not in this shit for no for no. It's not no social react. It's not no show a social gathering. I'm yeah. here for the money. You got the product. I don't even live out here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I just think that that's just how I be sometimes. And or it could be them. it could be a situation like we watching on BMF like them niggas 
are begging to buy drugs from people who hate them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, literally, shit, whatever Monique character was, like, yo, we met you and you set us up. Like, that's how we connected. Then we came back and tried to, we stuck you up and told you, hey, the nigga you set us up with, put us back in that nigga good graces so we can set him up. We watched so many drug, st- drug shows and shit, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. What's the joint I kept saying? Like, nigga, I don't work for you. Uh, what show were we talking about? Because it's like, my nigga, I buy drugs from you. Oh, Tommy Power. Yeah, yeah, with uh, Miguel. Yeah, like, yeah. nigga, I don't work for you. Not in your gang, bro. You know what I'm saying? If that's what the quote-unquote good guys go through, yeah, I don't think it's an issue going with, you know, I don't, I don't think it's an issue. Yeah, and Kente, um... I, I definitely can see where you and your wife Big got that take from because it did seem a little flawlessly handled by Unique how he walked through there and just kind of weaved his way. But, hey, man, sometimes when you got the gift of gab, you can get indoors that you might not break down otherwise, dog. He smashed rock. <laughs> he got, hey, like, hey. He got it. Yeah, man. <laughs> Tony like, Danza could smell that rock on him. Like In real life, the boy resilient. Yeah. Like man. he was up and lost to rock. Yeah. And Adam. figured a way to get back in. Yeah. And then went now going against the Italians and then going to connect with the Italians. Like, he he resilient. And, hey, he might, because we still don't know. We're going to find out as the season goes on. But he might have a play larger than this one that we ain't even seeing yet. But right now, this could have been step one. Let me go get a new connect. Because at the end of the day, if Rock ain't going to be in the game no more, I don't have drugs to move, my nigga. And Tony, like. I don't even know his name on here. But Tony, like, um, listen. Sal is the one. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, like, I, I don't know shit. I like you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You definitely got uh, some conversation on you. You know, we 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 won in that regard. Yeah. But it's not really about what I like. If if this is the work, I got to, other people got to do approval. Yeah. And like a man, Yo, you just make the introduction. I'll take care of everything else on my not I'm not going to ask you, can you go talk about them on my behalf? Yeah. Like I got it. When the bosses talk, it's like, yo, make the introduction. Yeah. I got everything else. Stefano. Yeah. Stefano okay. is his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I respect that. Like, no, I don't don't do it for me. Just make the introduction. I'll yeah, take care of I'll everything. I'll take care else. of it. And he also looking at it, now granted, the five families gotta be just as impressed with you as Stefano is, but with your introduction, they'll probably let their guard down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, they'll ease up on me. Like, real recognize real. I know that's is real cliche, but you mm-hmm. know when you're dealing with some real ones, and sometimes when I'm coming your presence, it's like on some um, Bass Reeves shit. Like, yeah. nigga, we fight for two different sides, but nigga, I see that you're a wolf. Yeah. You're a wolf like Man, me, we, and you we respect very, wolves. Here's the thing, dog. When it's, when it's an angel and a devil on your shoulder, they both trying to help you make a decision about the same thing. Yeah. We just look at it different. You know what I'm saying? But we're we're similar, dog. Like when, when niggas do the cliche, oh, you know, the devil was an angel. I want he was. You know what I'm saying? Like my the way that I think and approach the situation, we could be from the same background and had the same sort of mentality. You could have that dog in you just like me. But you just use yours different than I do. And that's all this is, bro. Um, and you gotta remember too, hey, unique used to work with Sal. Like, that's Yeah. I was connected to the Italians before rock. Like, so my relationship with y'all is something that I know how to navigate. You know mm. what I'm saying? Even if I'm dealing with, you know, the bigger boss right now with Stefano, I still know how to politic around the Italians. Uh, so, 
But great fucking analysis, uh, Kente and your wife. I really appreciate y'all. I want y'all to send in more co-voice notes. We need more families to stick together like that on the pod. Big fan. Um, Because I don't be, you know, last week, uh, I hope Jordan listened to this one. I know she tapped into um, rap shit, but, like, she had her son in the background. She was hating on her own son. You know what I'm saying? He was just trying to participate and leave a voice note, and she was mad at him in the background. But I, I think that it's dope when y'all loop y'all families in, man. That shit is live. Uh, Yo, next up, man, my man E. Earn, what up? Yo, listen, fellas. It's your man Ernest, right? Dude. I, you see, he came in and undeeped his voice this time, though. You know what I'm saying? Last week, he was on his sweat hotel. Now, he just regular earnest, my nigga. Only thing I got to see about raising Canaan is whoever the fuck telling Makai Curtis to sound more like Curtis Jackson instead of Canaan Stark talking through his teeth, they got to tell him to cut that out. Cause he don't even sound like 50 Cent. He sound like Mace, you know, a little on the spectrum, if you ask me. Why they got that man talking so slow to his teeth? Every time he gotta fucking say something, it take him an hour to get out one fucking sentence. You think they doing that shit on purpose or what? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm tired of hearing it. Let me know what y'all think, fellas. Or. Yeah, we kind of talked about that. You yeah. got to put him on a 1.25 speed. You feel me? You definitely got to speed up all of Kanan's lines. I've been seeing this not just within the This Week in Culture uh, community, but on Twitter, on Instagram, everybody's saying the same thing. And it kind of, I feel bad for the young brother, Makai Curtis, but everybody's like, I've never Can seen a show. Curtis? Makai Curtis is his real name, dog. Everybody's like, I've never seen a show. Where the name character, the main nigga who named after this shit, is the worst character on this motherfucker, dog. Um, I mean, it's it's wild, bro. I do like that this episode they started. Oh, that's something Kente brought up too. Uh, how quickly he got on with the neighbor and got him involved in the in the weed game. You see, paid in full. It didn't take Lulu, but one conversation. With Ace. With Ace. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Uh, yo, niggas in the drug game don't make the uh, best uh, decisions. <laughs> also that. Because um, eventually, everybody in the drug game made a decision that got them caught. <laughs> like, you did. Yo, man. Cam need to just forgive her. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I, I saw the underlay for the overplay. Just forgive her, man. Golly. She got an old face now, though. Yeah, but uh, it's It's amazing. Yeah, that the rest of that is still that, yeah. and and naturally still that. Like you didn't go. I think that's all. That ain't never looked different. Like a lot of them, they shit look like. Oh yeah, they went and had that put back because they had lost it. Her shit still. Hey, shout out to uh to Mel for it, man. Um. Anyway, uh, the neighbor shit. It happened quickly. I don't know that I love that yet. Like, I like Kanan thinking he, about it, but I don't know if I love this play yet. Are they actually doing it? Shit, it looked like they did on that on that second. Like, after he talked to him and told him, like, hey, nigga, you want to make some more money? Yeah, they just looked at each other. But I, I never seen no... So, on the trailer next week... I didn't see the trailer. Oh, okay, okay. On the trailer, he's talking to fame... And then, you know, it's the trailer, so they splotching all these different clips. But he talking to fame and basically tell that nigga, like, we about to take over the game. And then the neighbor handed that nigga, like, a bag of money. 
So it looked like they get their shit off. But I hope they don't make it where, like, yo, we did this shit one day and we made a million dollars. Like, build this up a little bit, dog. I don't, because the nigga said we was doing about however many runs a day he said they was doing. And he was like, you know, we got X amount more because we don't have enough dudes. It's New York. It's, It's fucking... Bicycle people. My my uncle used to do that shit here. Mm-hmm. Used to be a carrier downtown. Yeah, yeah. Like, now I know the courier services in New York, even to this day, are still a thing. Um, I do think though, for their operation to make whatever the fuck Canaan really want to be making out in these streets, and they, they got to get more people. Yeah, it's weed. Yeah, like in the nineties, like old weed. Yeah, yeah. like weed in the ninety two. Yeah, you ninety one ninety two. It's 50. three prices. It's five dollars, ten dollars, twenty. Nigga, it's $2, $5, $10. Like, you know, what I'm saying is you're not going to jail for the no big time for, for weed. Yeah, yeah. Not in 1990. No, no, no. No. I, I do want them to, I don't know, and maybe we'll see it next week when he starts the operation with, with the courier service nigga, but I want to see that. Because here's my thing, right? It's still potential for that to get fucked up, too. Kanan, you don't know none of these dudes that's running around for dog. Like. If, and they was all, I didn't love that he was white and every courier was black. Because it was like, all right, once Canaan started putting weed in the motherfucking bag, these niggas going to smoke it. They going to steal it. They going, you know, what's going on? Dog? Put the like, weed in the bag. Then, then get, get high. Money. Come on, man. Um, But I'm interested to see how it goes just from a canaan taking a leap or a step toward doing his own thing perspective because everybody's been on the same page we all been waiting to see like when is he gonna turn that corner and start to become independent of his mom i still think long shot at some point canaan gonna kill somebody in that family it's gonna be mom it's gonna be an uncle he gonna do something to somebody for him to get to the top like i don't know how he just going maybe kill unique at some point i don't fucking know but he gonna have to make a big move um also thought, and I had no idea what made me think this, so just call it a wild prediction. But I was like, Kanan might end up killing Famous. And the reason that I thought that, when I rewatched last week and him and Uncle Lou sat down and had that convo, and Lou was telling him how he killed D-Mac, yo mans, but this was my young boy too, and then also how he was there like when if, Rock killed if, Scrap. If Famous get caught, he's telling. yeah. And, like, I think that the convo that they had, like, yo, I was there. I basically helped your mama kill Scrap, and I personally killed D-Mac because of your mama. I feel like it's going to come a point where Kanan got to go through that same sort of, like, yo, this is fucked. I got to kill my nigga. He also have to develop that to be able to kill his own son and don't give a fuck about come it. Come on. So, at some point, he got to take somebody out within their circle, and I think it might be Famous, for real, for real. Because um, also. And it's his fault, because Famous told Joe as. In a multitude of different ways, fam. I don't. I don't want to do drugs. this. And I thought about it. We just mentioned they're selling weed. What's half famous problem? He smoke up all the fucking weed, nigga. So I'm like, okay, it's gonna come a point where famous gonna do something with their product or their money, and can't go off that nigga. Oh, you know, I had three different. I had three different. Three different parts I really loved in this. Uh, in this episode. Hmm. So the unique part, right? Yeah. That whole first scene was unique. I thought it was really, really good. Yep. Um. We we kind of didn't talk about Uncle Marvin shit. Yeah, but yo, the eulogy, man. Yo, that's a man. sick nigga, dog. Yo, man. Yo, that's a sick nigga. Yo, um, Omar Epps. I believed him. Detective Howard's heel turn 
is is very fucking real right now, dog. Like you have turned into a cold blooded motherfucker, dog. Cause not just the eulogy, the post eulogy, nigga. You walking around that bitch shaking hand. Yo, man, I'm I'm fucked up off this. You having convos with Cap and shit. Like he playing this up. Like he didn't just commit that whole murder, dog. And I mean. What else would you do, right? You gotta protect self. Um, like yo, but shit, she was on my ass, man. And and a, she might have had a reason to be, but like, she made me a better person, man. Better cop. You she, ain't no cop, Jay Reed. Like when a motherfucker, like yo, he good police <laughs> on some wire shit. Like man, yo, that nigga Omar Epps say, <laughs> I'm sorry, father, but you in a room full of cops. I got to cuss, my nigga, like, bruh, he was, yeah, he was in his bag, dog. Omar Epps is coming off like the slimiest motherfucker alive, dog. Hey, maybe it does hit a point if Kanan does have to kill somebody within a circle. Maybe it ain't famous. Maybe it is his dad. Maybe we come back to that at some point, and you got to have a full circle moment. Yo, killing your father and your son, nigga? Woo, woo. Oh, man, only devil. Only one left is the Holy Ghost, nigga. You ain't got no motherfucking bodies, dog. Yo, if Kanan really does kill his pops, because you remember last season, he was starting to try to develop a relationship with him. They don't really seem like they on that page right now because Kanan seemed like he a little irritated with the fact that his pops is siding with Rock a little bit. Like, oh, nigga, you fucking with her? Yo, speaking of that, um, that scene where Rock brought him to 5.0, Pulled up on him, tried to make amends. Yo, let me get you on whip. You ain't got your license, but I ain't going to say nothing if you don't. Um, And shit was going good. It was going decent, dog. And Rock pulled a ghost. You can't stop lying, bro. Even when niggas have already caught you, like, all the shit is on the fucking table. But you still lying, dog. And that nigga said, yeah, man, that officer, she killed herself, huh? Just like Scrap. Rock said, yeah, just like him. God damn it, Rock. Like, But no, I just like him. Why not just tell the truth, bro? No, I did. Because Scrap ain't kill himself. And but Kanan don't know that. Yeah, that nigga died hey. just like the same shit, way. Shit, low-key Rock don't know that. Oh, Rock know the fuck <laughs> You that. think Rock know that nigga did that shit? I, he told her. Yeah. A lot of shit go up behind yeah, the scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, I didn't know he told her. Like, they know everything. Yeah, they talk, talk. Yeah. They t- they low key uh, back together, <laughs> um. But that nigga came and sick of her shit. He officially had his uh, Tariq ghost moment where it's like, now you done with your parent dog. Like that was like the last like I gave you your fucking moment to tell me the truth, and you still was not. so fucking. I'm like, you a narcissist though. Yeah. Cause like why you think you so fucking important that niggas gotta confess they murders to you? Yeah. Like nigga, you know I'm a murdering, robbing, I'm a drug dealer. You know what the you know how I get the fuck down? And and because the- I killed somebody who worked for my business, who I thought was snitching. Yeah. It is what it is, my nigga. Yeah. But like I don't gotta come confess all my fucking murders to you. You still a fucking kid. And at the end of the day, not only is you still a kid, bro, like I look, nigga, I tried to keep you from doing any of this shit, right? Like I tried not to have you be a part of this fucking game. Like the, me telling you that I killed one of our most loyal soldiers, nigga. Nah, bro. I just don't want to have to tell you that. Like that's that's the part of the game I'm trying to keep you away from, dog. Like the boss don't gotta explain that shit to you, man. Come on, man. But 
that's one thing. I mean, I know she's trying to get out the game, which we all know power world. That'll never work. Um, ain't no out the game. You'll always get dragged back in. Side note. Was I think she really wanted to get out of the game. Oh, no, no, no. I think she wants to, just like I think. Well, she wanted to, yeah. rather. But, like, when a nigga say, look, you're going to do this or I'm going to knock your ass out, too. Uh, yeah. What you what? <laughs> fuck you supposed to do? I definitely think she wants to get out the game. Um, I don't know. How you think she going to get dragged back in? Because we know it's going to happen. But how you think it's going to happen? Because, like, uh, what's little Juliana and her cousin? Well, not her cousin. Her cousin was actually more chill than I thought. But Juliana was on Juliana, some mic. why are you talking like you've been this? Yo, man. Yo, man. Juliana's sitting up there dressed like fucking George this, Washington, man. You niggas is Spanish, not French. What's all this wee-wee shit? Bruh. You know, we should... Bitch, you don't sell drugs. You don't fight. You don't kill. You don't... I don't believe her. Bitch, I'm not even talking to you. That nigga say, yeah, you a bitch I bought cigarettes from. Yo, shout out to Rock for standing her. You know what she did? She was on her unique shit. Bitch, you don't scare me, Them two me, motherfuckers, nigga. only time I seen Rock look weak is when she's about to get murdered. Yeah. She looked like she was defeated. Yeah, she looked like I knew it was coming, bro, nigga, when she was on that floor. Nigga, chest up, shoulders back, head, like, nigga, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. And shit, I'm on the floor and I'm already shot. I'm like, nigga, let me stand up while you before you shoot me, you bitch yeah. ass nigga. Would have bought herself a little time too, yeah. um, but because with Juliana, I'm trying to increase my survivability <laughs> tactics. <laughs> Y'all always start like if I'm in a situation like that, like yo, nigga, look me in my <laughs> like you trying to fucking like extend the time out here to think of some other shit. Like maybe if that nigga looked me in the eye, he won't do it. That shit worked. Hey man, that, well let me say that. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even go say that. Yo, that shit work in the past. So I'll just say that. That shit work in the past. You feel me? This nigga Jay. Confessions on this pod. Nigga. I saw it. I seen it. Nigga say, yo, it was a mob hit <laughs> on this 12th grade. Oh, man. Shit, that, I don't know what he was into, but that nigga was bad. That nigga stole my turtle when he was younger, too, dog. Yo, yo Jay said this nigga. <laughs> Oh, uh, shit. Demeter, I thought you was going to play with my frog. Oh, that wasn't a turtle. Fuck it. Yo. Let me show you this nigga. <laughs> oh, that nigga. I forgot you said that nigga I don't survived. I'll be perfectly honest. I'm not even sure if he's still alive, actually. Yeah, this nigga. Wow. Uh, Yo, shout out to dog. Yeah, he ain't posted since 2016. I don't even know if he. Uh, oh, nigga spun the block. Yeah. Come on, man. Anyway, um, yo, so back to uh to Juliana, man, the balls on this chick, cause motherfucker, yo, <laughs> yo, yo, Tony, them niggas racist as fuck though. <laughs> them niggas went straight to the n word jokes and like, oh yeah, no, no, no. I, salute to whoever wrote that scene though Without for them not the saying the n word. I appreciate that. I mean, but they did all the stereotype shit. No, no, and no, everything, they but. did everything close to the n word. But salute. Um, <sighs> I don't know why, and it should not be, but that should be so funny to me. What would niggas say, nigger? When white folks be saying all that racial shit? Yeah. Well, you know. Probably because it's like, y'all so mad. Like, it don't. For me, I just be like impressed 
by the amount of different ways that they can yeah. say some racist shit. Like, y'all niggas really getting y'all bag on some racism. Did you hear that uh, Floyd Mayweather accidentally stumbled upon, like, this giant real estate fraud scheme? No. He want, he trying to buy his, his, his dream house. Okay. In Beverly Hills somewhere. It's like a $129 million crib. Okay. Mansion. Insane. And uh, the, the company he was trying to sell it for... Invite them over for dinner and shit. Them niggas eating sushi. Fed a nigga fried chicken and watermelon. Oh, no. And then they start, his lawyers look at the paperwork, and it's like the company pay taxes, don't pay taxes, never been in Vegas, wasn't in Vegas. And, like, I watched a whole news article and things. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yo, I'm one of the richest niggas, like. Breathing. And, like, y- y'all fed me. One, you had dinner with the champ. Come Even though on. I'm trying to buy a $130 million crib from yeah. you, but like cash. But I'm still me, though. <laughs> Watermelon and fried chicken? Insane. And y'all ate sushi? Yeah, that's insane. That's fucking crazy. That's insane. And now you going to prison. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking with the wrong one. Because I uncovered the bullshit. Yeah, I'm going to send you this little article and shit, man. That's this shit is wild, crazy. dog. Um, the shit with... Uh, what Juliana had me thinking, man. Cause like Rock knew you when you was a victim, right? Like you was out here running to the back crying and shit. You was afraid of this bum ass store owner. Nigga. I saved like, you. I saved your life literally, not figuratively. I literally saved your life on several occasions, might I add. So not only should you not talk to me with this level of disrespect, but like I start thinking, like, why exactly do is she mad at her? I forgot. I don't even know that she... I feel like she just on some, like, now I'm bossed up. Oh, something happened at that store. Oh, uh, Unique. You remember when Unique yeah. was still beefing with Rock, and he threatened her. And then she seen him with Unique. Yeah. And was like, yo, this the person. Yeah, who- yeah, yeah. Like, damn, bitch, like, I right. That nigga worked for me. <laughs> like, shit. He didn't work for me then. <laughs> you was a victim. I, I don't know, bro, but... She, her and that big ass curly ass hair They trying to make her look Griselda Blanco-ish But it's like we don't believe you You need more people and you don't have people Your cousin got people You're nobody in this situation dog. That nigga said you need. You don't need to be worried about If we done with her You need to be worried about if she, she done, done with, with you. you Cuz was keeping it a buck And I like that he didn't give Rock no shit Cause I was like I didn't want That felt too obvious and too power If he would have been like Oh, you think you out the game, nigga? Sell a uh, hundred more bricks for me before you leave. Like, and he like, listen, you out, you out. Yeah, but we welcome you back. You can come over. Then she, hey. I think she's trying to be a little too hard. If you see me back, it's, it's not gonna be friendly. Yeah, bitch, what you talking about? And uh, I also appreciate that not only did he say, "Hey, if you want to come back, you got a spot over here," he also was like. When uh, Juliana tried to curve it, like, she probably got another connect. And nigga say, why do I care if she got another connect? Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm me, nigga. I'm Colombian, motherfucker. I could sell drugs to anybody moving out here, bro. Like, niggas want a Colombian connect. I'm not hurting if Rock got another nigga connecting her, bro. Like, you, ugh. Juliana, bitch, dog. I, I so, want Rock to get her out the paint. But how, how you this fake tough? And it was a nigga beating the fuck out you for years. Fam. And you was your cousin don't even respect you. Your cousin didn't even help you when you was out here getting fucked up by this nigga, bro. Like I'm really not understanding. You need to dog. tell me my cousin is a Colombian kingpin, and I don't use that card. 
Fam, my cousin a Colombian kingpin and an old cranky store owner nigga is whooping my ass. And he ain't he ain't feel no fear about whooping my ass with my cousin a Colombian connect. I helped you. Come on, man. I killed that nigga for you. Me personally killed that nigga for you and I put money in your pocket. Man, man, loyalty is a motherfucker, dog. Let's see what D Scott thought about this shit. D Scott, what up, bro? Yo, speaking culture, how y'all boys doing? Um, I really enjoyed this episode of Kanan. Um, I like how a serious show like this can have lighthearted moments, and that's what we've seen throughout this episode with the Uncle Marv and the white dudes in the club, or the interactions with uh, Stefano and uh, Ubiquitous. I mean, unique. Like, those moments make a show good when you do it the right way. And. It'd be interesting to see uh, what it's like when they go into business or if they go into business. Um, I understand that Rock told Marvin not to miss when killing Sal, but damn, you got to think of a better plan than that. But it was kind of goofy how he got away that close with all them uh, Italians shooting at him. But hey, he got the job done, so he's proving his worth. Now, like how him and Rock had that sit down where he asked her permission to move those drugs, you know. If anything, it's like a sign of respect for both of them to get an understanding, you know. But, um, uh, see, Juke is getting back into her uh, music bag, so we're gonna see what happens with that. And I think Uncle Lou may snake her again, honestly, because he, he acting real shysty lately. But, uh,. What's his name? Uh, the detective gave one of the worst eulogies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> you basically laid out why you killed that lady in front of everybody. No, no. And now they paint her like she, um, the cop from uh, We Own the City. <laughs> the way they talk about her, like, don't say her name around here. She's toxic. Even saying her name can get you a felony or whatnot. I'm like, God damn. No, <laughs> but all in all, it's been a good, um, uh, first two episodes but i have a problem with juliana why did she become like this like come on man rock saved your life and now you're treating her like shit on your shoe man like jeez lee <laughs> jeez lee like <laughs> she got a, a fresh perm and now she don't know how to act like most women but i'm, I'm pretty sure y'all gonna break that down because <laughs> just did. hey yeah, I don't know. Yo, the timing be impeccable. But anyways, uh, I probably don't got nothing else to say, so no part two this week. Peace. Do we got a part two? No. No. Because no, no. he be like, I don't got no part two. And then I have a part two. Yeah. Um, no, D. Scott, bro, uh, you you brought up how they're talking about, oh, girl, the detective. Um, that nigga Cap say, yo, don't even mention her fucking name. They got her on drugs, underage kids. Like, he was, to- I'm like, bro, she wasn't charged with nothing. Like, she talking to underage children, drugs. So, like, like, you got yeah. a kid off on, on a on a, a traffic ticket or so, whatever the fuck it was. That was it, bro. Like, she didn't, she wasn't like. But, because. Uh, a police officer was doing some crazy shit. Yeah. And 10, 11 people then got released. Yo, we don't, we don't, and this motherfucker killed herself shortly afterwards. It's like, yeah. yo, you know what? The right writer 
the correct newspaper reporter get this, they can spin the story a certain way. Mm-hmm. We don't need no more bad press on the police. So listen, I want her, don't say her name. We don't want to yeah. bring this shit up. She was accusing her motherfucking partner of shit. She's let tied to underage kids. Internal investigations was looking at her and shit like that. So listen, we don't don't sweep this shit under the rug. You know what I'm saying? The and underage kids shit is my favorite part. Like, cause what? <laughs> cause she ain't do shit. <laughs> uh, but she gay. Yeah. And she helped a woman. Yeah. So they probably, and this is in the 90s, early yeah. 90s. They probably looking like, yeah. Uh, you you can't be gay and you, helping women. Yeah, you're freaky. You're like, freaky. Hand like, helping kids. Like, oh. <laughs> Black kids at that. She's a very freaky girl. Don't Her take it. Mama. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, man. Um, What do you think that the ex-girlfriend is trying to tell? That uh, Jay Reed did some shit. Dog, she was like passionate. So I thought that. I did think that when she was trying to tell the dad. Yo, dad said, get your hair. <laughs> bitch, I heard about you. I won't. Bitch, Nigga what said, she really you is the like, reason. Like, bitch, you dumped her right. And then she shot herself. The Yo, fuck? Pops it's your is, fault. Pops is not feeling none of this shit. Um, but I thought in that moment that. She was trying to say something about Detective Howard, but then when she saw him staring at her, you look creepy as fuck. Her face, her face didn't. It felt more like you looking at me creepy. It, I don't know. Something in her facial expression didn't say like I was trying to tell on you. Like it just felt like, Ugh, nigga, this creepy ass. No, I, don't I know. felt. I felt like I was going to tell on you because I had a. Cause she thought something, but now when yeah. I see you looking at me real evil, now I'm scared of you. And like, oh, she probably was right, right? Because before, uh, old girl met up with Omar Epps and all that shit happened last episode. She did go meet with the ex girlfriend one final time to tell her everything she knew, right? Um, so I laid out my whole version of events to and you, someone, and you dumped me. Yeah, bitch, don't believe me now that I'm dead. Yeah, nah, like. Over, bro. Like it never. What did Jay Z say? Somebody never really something till you dead or you gone. So yeah, so I'm leaving after this song. Yeah, man. Um, we got one last voice note from the guy, third member of the pod. Y'all already know who it is. My man Rob Silver. Rob, what up, bro? What's up, fellas? First, let me get the negatives out the way. <laughs> fuck that midget Canaan, Makai Curtis, and fuck. Sean, famous, what the fuck his name is. And fuck the Reverend from Bass Reeves. That Ronnie uh, playing fucking um, Calvin from Pain and Fool. Man. He's horrible. He's trash. Cosplay. Now, the actor's good in Bass Reeves. But as far as playing Ronnie in Raising Canaan, get him the fuck out of here. All right. And one last negative. <laughs> the final scene of the episode. How many times are they going to do that trope that the godfather began where mm. church steps a, a massacre a murder of a uh top flight don or mafioso figure happens during a a a uh christening mm-hmm. or like in new jack city a wedding mm-hmm. this happens all the time look those are my only negatives but this episode was great and once again, my motherfucking London Brown came through. And fellas, did you recognize how the character of Lou and 
the character of Uncle Marvin have switched places yeah. since the very first episode. When the series began, it was Uncle Lou that was the get get done dude, mm-hmm. and it was Uncle Marvin that was the fuck up dude. Now the roles have reversed. Uncle yeah. Marvin is the guy that gets shit done, and fucking Uncle Lou is a fucking drunk and He's going to get somebody killed. Yeah. All right. Um, The acting. The scene between Tony Danza and Joey Badass. Fucking loved it. The chemistry was there. I mean, Tony Danza, phenomenal actor. And Joey Badass, in his own right, is a good actor. And fellas, remember how y'all said the first two seasons, how y'all were mad at Joey Badass was... Pouring it on too much, being more New York than what he is. And he already has that natural New York City accent. He didn't need to overemphasize it. Notice this season how he's much more laid back in the way he speaks. That's the way you guys (laughs) wanted it, and that's the way he's delivered it. Once again, Patina Miller killed it. And uh, ladies and gentlemen out there, if y'all don't know, Patina Miller was an established actress before she started on Raising King. And this is a a Broadway veteran. They don't Facts. call you on Broadway if you don't have the chops because you got to perform night in and night out live in front of 4,000 people, 4,000 people that paid good money to see you act live on stage. Patina Miller is just killing it. Joey Badass is killing it. London Brown is killing it. And Raising Canaan is killing it. Fellas, until next week, I bid you adieu. Peace, Rob. Um, yo, you laid it out perfectly, man. Uh, I, I think through two episodes, Patina Miller is bodying this season as Rock, dog. Like, I know season one, we kind of had the same issue with, like, her – Kanan and Joey Bad, like they were kind of overdoing the accent and just like the emphasis on a lot of they they shit. Patina Miller has found her motherfucking question for you. What's happening? Real life on what you're talking about right now. Yeah. From zero percent to one hundred percent. What do you think is the percentage that when we tagged them in these posts, they actually listened to the podcast and heard us talking about that specifically and changed it? Zero to a hundred. Yeah. I'm gonna go sixty. And I'm gonna say sixty cause yeah, fifty fifty normally, but I'm gonna say sixty because I'm like, yo. Mm, Swiss beats done listen to our shit, man. To like, be facts. We had motherfucking not that any of the people on Raising Canaan are like lesser than, but like we've had some people who we know have responded directly to shit that we've said on or the do pod. You think, do, how, how likely do you think that some of the writers or producers have listened oh, to Oh, that I, I'll go 80% because we know that writers specifically have listened to our podcast. Dog. Um, those are the people who are searching to see what people are talking about yeah. with the shows. And I think that somebody in that creative room a writer, a, a director, somebody heard the feedback for two seasons from this pod, from getting tagged every fucking week for 10 weeks. Because I'll be honest, hey. for, for, for me in these two episodes, they ain't missed yet. It's no. only two. No. It's only two. No, 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 no. You know what I'm saying? But they haven't missed yet. Season two right now is a body bag, dog. Um, I, I would say the only thing that feels, and again, I know something's coming. I watched the trailer 
so I saw that he's going to be doing something, is Ronnie. So far, that has felt like what they trying to do with him, right? They showed the trailer he next started, week. He started tweaking out this week, though. Hey, they showed the trailer next week. He looked like he finna catch his body, his first body. Is it in the club? No, no, no. It's dog. They show it in the trailer, so I'm not spoiling shit. Who? It's the security nigga from the club. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, yeah, yeah, it's dog. Because he caught, he, it looked like he catch him in the parking lot and beat that nigga to death. Because they said, yeah. yo, the niggas in the hood that you scared of, scared of this nigga. Mm-hmm. So he, he's unhinged, for yeah. sure. I mean, he ain't want no pussy in that club. Sitting in the dark watching the TV while the TV off is wild. Yo, the way he was ironing his fit. When I tell you I saw my pops when he returned from prison <laughs> in that moment, nigga, them niggas iron different, bro. It's a different crease. I met a nigga from uh, Inkster who just got out okay. yesterday. Uh, he was introduced to me by uh, one of the homies and shit. And uh, it's like, yo, I want you to meet Jay Johnson, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I get a dap and shit. And... Uh, he was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, I just got out. I said, I, I, I figured. I like, I felt the strength. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. legitimately. Yeah. I felt the strength in the dap. He, yeah. he thought that was funny. And I was, it was funny. No, it's, it's like, a thing, dog. Uh, and then I'm like, then I look at like, yeah, you look like you look like a nigga that just got out. Not because your gear wasn't that, because he was dressed like normal as fuck. Yeah. But like, nah, you got to, when my brother first got out, yeah. like, niggas be coming out like physical specimens. Yeah. And no, we no, be no. in that bitch like, Zero body fat because ain't no food food in this bitch. Yeah. So we just be working the fuck out hey. and be very, very, um, you got a regiment. Like, yeah. uh, like very regimented. Said. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm ironing a certain way. Y'all don't like people touching me. I don't like everything. Yeah. Is, it's a, it takes a moment. I just told y'all last week, yo, I literally had two, the two men in my life. Telling me every single fucking morning, you better make your bed before you walk out that room, nigga. <laughs> like it becomes regimented, dog. Like my pops and I, I where you think that come from? I think for a lot of black men, especially, going to prison is probably the first time in their lives that they actually have structure. Like for they whole it's military style shit. I think it's because when you in that system, you don't have control over nothing. Mm-hmm. So these things that you do have control over, you have super control yeah, over. Man. No, I'm going to iron my shirt this particular yeah. way. Hey, no, you ain't, hey, you don't take a shit in here after 5 p.m. Yeah, Hold yeah. it. Like, oh, that yeah. type you of shit. You definitely train your body to do some shit. Because, nigga, what the fuck else? I'm, you got all day. Why you not going to bust 100 push-ups out right now? And and you have to, though. Yeah. like Because you're going to be a victim in this Come bitch. on. Come Everybody on. is a fucking superhero. Yeah. We fucking, it's fucking uh, the boys walking around this bitch. No, nah, real life. Niggas is on V. Yeah. Like, everybody got V. <laughs> so, everybody is, like, whatever yeah. your height and weight is, it's different in there. And think about it, too. Like, for a lot of motherfuckers, this is the first time you ever ate three structured meals. This is the first time you ever ate dinner at five, nigga. Like, ain't no 11 p.m. late night snacks and all. Like, nigga. You eating three structured meals. You probably ain't eating the whole shit because the shit is nasty as fuck. You might not be spending half your commissary on food. And if you are, you probably selling that shit so you could build more motherfucking commissary. Nigga, you're probably the healthiest you ever been when you go up in that motherfucker, dog. Because you don't have shit else to do. You only get an hour to watch TV. You only get this to do. You can't bullshit the way that you bullshit on the streets. That shit not made for me. Nah, nah. I don't need that level of structure. I'm not made for it. But sure. I've also said, and that's why I brought up the military, 
Because that's something else that ain't made for me, nigga. I don't need that level of structure, dog. Speaking of military, man. At least I got a gun in the military. <laughs> yeah. Because these niggas crazy. Yo, Jay said, yo, I'll be happy. <laughs> Get my gun. <laughs> this is my rifle. This is, this my, is my gun. This is my gun, nigga. This um, is for fighting. This, this is, is for fun. You know. Uh, hey, Jukebox about to go to the military. Yeah, is she, though? I think this is the start of her, like, cop turn. Yeah, maybe she just joins the academy though. She might go to the academy because and realize the military, she's a good like, shot. She like, uh, like y'all niggas, y'all begging for me to sign up. I'm signed she, up now. Y'all she don't like, want me. Y'all at my school every day begging for niggas. Like now, I gotta go prove that I'm like capable. Like nigga, well, we do. Which gotta, I'm like, you gotta do the test, you. Because we need to know where to put you, nigga. Yeah. Infantry 100, nigga. Yeah. That's where you going. Like, or you know, maybe you score high enough. You so, can be a computer person. Like so, for an example, my homeboy um, went to the army mm-hmm. when we was like twenty four, twenty five. Okay, but he went for photography. Ah, he went there and been a photographer. Yeah, got honorably discharged. He like you know fucked up the arch on his foot, but now he runs a giant photography business in um, in Dallas. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But like he learned there, so he was private joker. Yeah, I was about so to say. <laughs> you go through all that shit, though. Yeah. You, here's your M16, and once we finish with all this shit, take some pictures. Because there's the thing. And he, a combat, to- and he a combat photographer. So I was like, we in Afghanistan. Y'all shooting. I'm feel, I'm shooting, too. You still have to learn all this shit because you still finna be in the field, dog. Yeah. Like, and if you got to pick up this gun, you got to pick up this fucking you gun. You got to, dog. So... <laughs> Ain't hey. no, hey, I'm just a photographer. <laughs> no, yeah, yo, imagine, imagine nigga in uh, fucking Middle East, like, oh shit, that's photographer. Put your guns down, fellas. Totally random. Cat uh, Williams, mm-hmm. Pimp Chronicles, mm-hmm. is one of the greatest specials of all time. That's the one with the green jacket? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's like, the only thing I ever laughed at him on. Um, that shit is great. I don't he, think Cat Williams that funny. Um, he's but hilarious. that was great. But listen. How seamlessly he moved into, can you tell me what an Iraqi uniform looked like? Because mm. that shit don't exist. Mm-hmm. So niggas got on sandals and mm-hmm. t-shirts and shit like that. We got that uniform. You know yeah. what this American yeah. shit. I don't give a fuck if you got a camera or anything. You yeah. got that motherfucking American that uniform uni on. on? Yeah. You yeah. an enemy, dog. Nah. It, if you want to be a combat photographer and you from Iraq, yeah. you might be, hey, nigga, I just got a camera. But hey. Throwing your hands up is gonna get you shot in the chest. Okay. <laughs> um, we talked juke. We talked. Uh, I felt like it was one. Nah, that was it. Uh, shit, juke on her way to being a cop slowly but surely. She gonna she gonna figure it out. But yo, I re- real quick, I mentioned this uh on the Facebook group. Oh. The development of jukebox and Marvin. That I, I feel like yeah yeah I I think that why you think she ain't just go. Well, shit, she was the kid that old girl got accused of. Sad note, yeah. I really fucking hate that you keep standing across the street from all the fucking funerals. Yo, Jukebox not walking up on your funeral, nigga. Um, I also don't like how you being weird to me. How, why you being so weird to her daddy? Yeah, yeah. Like, like I feel like he you really hold him, over there, like, genuine, dog. You hold him last year on some shit. Yeah. He found out a, a, about a, a, a gig. That you try to put you to, down. Yeah. You say no to him, hoe him, and but then go to Uncle. And then you go right to Lou and say, yo, can you make me a record? Like, bruh. Like, just why you wouldn't kind her dad, man? Think about this how crazy this is. Mm. Marvin is a gangster and a drug dealer. Facts. 
speaking with a white rich man from uptown because they two gay daughters used to be together and they developed a friendship over that. Yeah. And they were 100% against that specifically. Yeah. But they bonded over there. Them niggas over there having a good old time. Yeah. That's crazy, ain't it? Hey, man. Well, I won't say crazy. Gangster gentleman, dog. That's ironic or yeah. interesting, whatever the word you want to play with. Like, yo, that's that's wild. It's it's a beautiful irony in that, too, man, because um, you could be so different but so fucking similar, dog. Like, at the end of the day, the, the common denominator between the two of y'all Y'all fathers, man. They love their daughters. They love their motherfucking daughters, dog. Who would do anything for them, man. Whatever my personal ideologies were, the love of my daughter made me change all that shit. Bro, uh, the juke old girl, her pops, I love my daughter so much. Yo, I feel like my daughter would have wanted me to tell you about this shit. So that's why I'm here. I think I love my daughter so much I divorced my wife. Come on, man. Because my wife wasn't with that shit. And even after her death, like, yo, stop fucking, stop yeah. talking to that fucking nigga. Like, like no, because, well, it was two things my wife wasn't with. Her talking to a nigger and her talking to a her. Yeah. My wife wasn't supportive of either one of these things, dog, and I don't like that because I love my fucking daughter, death. bro. Bruh. You know what I'm saying? And, and tried to play me like she was trying so hard to avenge her death when really she was just trying to put you in jail because you black. Yeah. And she thought you did it. Also... I can't even begin to 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 understand or fathom um, how you manage a relationship or a marriage once a child has passed. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. So they could have got divorced anyway because yeah. everybody's going to push the blame on what this and this and that. But like, I can't even imagine that, man. But I, this is a good like there. There's a lot of stuff to talk about in this show. Yeah, it's providing us with a lot of content. I'm entertained by everything. I think the acting is even better than the first season. It's phenomenal, man. Um, the writing they, is more cohesive to me personally. So shout out to all the writers or whoever was producing. Yeah. And show running this show or whatever. Yeah. It it just feels like they really telling the story. Um where, you know, Tommy and to a lesser extent, uh it's crazy. Tariq, I feel like the story that they're telling is kind of all over the place. Like they don't want to kind of land on one thing. They want to, they want to make it so salacious that they forget about the story at times. Right. I know this is coming. There's no way for us to avoid it, but I'm not necessarily ready for the whole the detective Howard. We about to find out that you really were her father on the police end tip. Because at some oh, point, yeah. that's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We yeah, know it is. Yeah. But I'm interested in The Rock. The unique, the least interesting person on here is Kanan, unfortunately. Facts. But the show is still good. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's not, like, detrimental to the show. Yeah, right? He's he not, not like bringing a bad actor. Hate his voice. Yeah, yeah. Um, it ain't, and that's not on Makai Curtis. He's being told to do that. He's one. I feel like he's being directed to do yeah. that. I'm almost certain 50 is telling him to do that. I, I believe it's 50. Like, I, I 100% blame this on 50 because the only two things that I don't like about this show is the way that he tries to emulate 50 Cent's voice and the 50, 50 Cent narration. narration. That Those are the only two faults of this Which show. Which wasn't bro. as bad. He didn't say nothing stupid this week. He didn't, but he was right there. Yeah. Boy, he had it lined up. Um, but it's still at the end of the day, it's unnecessary for him to open and close the show with these things. Like it, it just don't line up, bro. Because while the show is going on, I'm not thinking about your narration. Yeah, at all. Like even when he was talking about uh, 
the opening scene with Unique and Rock, and he just kind of they was having a moment with the butter pecan, and then here he come like you got to see what's in front of you to realize what's behind you. But even when you know what's behind you, somebody might get in front of you. You just got to keep eyes in the back of your head. What? Redfish, two fish, blue fish, your fish, my fish is your fish. Like, come on, man, Tony Danza. Like, nigga, all right, you Who's just saying boss? words, nigga. <laughs> Uh, but that said, man, Raising Canaan's episode two, season three, uh, y'all killed it once again, man. I really like the direction that the season has started with. I hope they keep it up. I hope they don't fantasize the shit out of this. Um, like we have seen some of the other power iterations do, cause I think they have potential for this to out. This might start competing with OG power dog. So this season three. Yeah. If they give me another season, if they give me a season four, that's realistic. You got me. Yeah. Because the I'm, first three seasons of OG Power were realistic. Yeah, yeah. And then it turned. Yeah. But this one, it feel like it's going in reverse. Like, first two seasons were good, but they had some fantastical shit and just some like, what? Now it's like, nah, niggas is really doing street shit. They're really seeing consequences of that shit. The only things that's kind of been like wild is that niggas healed from bullet wounds in two weeks. But, Uncle Lou's dying. Oh, I, that, that writing is on the wall, bro. But they could also be trying to trick us. Well, Uncle Luke gonna fuck around and die on some last minute. Let me be down with the team shit, mm. and then get killed. Or yeah, hey, shit. Rob Silver said he drinking and acting crazy. He gonna get somebody killed. It might be himself. Yeah. Uh, yo, man. Let us know what y'all thought about raising Kane in episode two. Let us know what y'all thought about the pie. Hit us up this week in culture across all the socials. Until next week, I'm Ant. That's Jay. Episode three fifty. We out.